0: Welcome back to another episode of A Billion People, One Emotion. Your one place for knowledge on Indian cricket. The matches in the first two venues selected have finally come to an end. All teams having played five games now move on to Delhi or Ahmedabad to continue their journey. However, many players from various franchises have opted out of the remainder of the tournament. These players include Andrew Tai, Kane Richardson, Adam Zampa and Ravi Chandran Ashwin. With the number of COVID cases rising drastically in the country, more people are leaving their squads and replacements will be very hard to find since the players have to fly in and go through a 7-day quarantine. Many teams will face a shortage of key players. Anyway, onto the points table, we see CSK, Delhi and RCB fortifying their places in the top 3 with 4 wins out of 5 games whereas teams like KKR and SRH are way behind with 1 win out of their 5 games. This tournament doesn't seem to be close as the previous ones, but there's still early days and teams at the bottom might just make a comeback, especially since they're shifting venues. The team right on top of the table is CSK, who has scaled such heights by obliterating Rajasthan, Kolkata, and Bangalore by 45, 18, and 69 runs, respectively, giving them a net run rate of 1.6. CSK looks to be clicking this year after an abysmal last season. Gaikwad is back in form after a poor start and he scored 90 runs, actually over 90 runs in the last two games. Faf, Moeen and Jadeja have also come to the party giving CSK the boost they need to post massive totals. Their bowlers, as usual, have done an exceptional job in taking down opposition batting lineups and securing wins. One out of the many bowlers in the lineup has stepped up each game. Whether it be Chahar with his Fofa, or Jaddu and Mohin with their 3 furs. Shardul Thakur seems to be the only weak link in the CSK lineup. He's played 5 games, taken 4 wickets at an economy of 9.36. He hasn't been as good as he's been for India in the past few months. Dhoni, as we know, won't ever replace him or any other members in their side. CSK play with a similar leaven every single game. They rested Bravo for a game and Mohin was injured against RCB but they haven't made any drastic changes like a few other sides have made. This is why CSK is successful. They've overcome their challenges from last season as well. They've got strong all-rounders in their side. Bravo, Karan, Jarija and Ali cover a large number of bases for them including the roles as finishers, enforcers at the top of the order and potentially bowling 16 overs. These all-round options give them the batting depth which they lacked last year and also a middle order consisting of Raina, Raidu and Dhoni, all in the end of their career can have a back seat and play small cameos with no pressure on them. Their bowling unit as always looks sorted and after the performance of Tahir in his first game, it's evident that they've got a strong bench strength. Will the Ryans roar for the fourth time in the Indian Premier League, we'll know soon enough. The Delhi Capitals sit pretty at second after winning 2-in-2 two two this week against MI and SRH. Two very contrasting victories. MI beat them 4 times out of 4 last season and were clear favourites moving into this game considering that they were experienced to the conditions whereas this was Delhi's first game in Chennai. Delhi bowled first and bowled beautifully restricting Mumbai to a mere 137 and led by Dhawan, winning the chase was easy. When you look at the game played against SRH, you'd say this was the most competitive and closest match of the season Of for the both, since both teams played so well and the competition was so close, but the scorecard never tells the whole story. Both teams made several errors throughout the course of the game, and some players had abysmal outings. The game went under the super over, which in reality it shouldn't have, because Delhi had complete control of, of the game. They did, however, win it in the end. One key factor in the game's last uh, in the game last year was Kkisko Obada who hasn't been, who hasn't even been bowling his full quota of overs and someone like a stoinis bowls instead of him even avesh hasn't been allowed to complete his overs from time to time this is terrible captaincy by pant against mumbai avesh bowled two overs and took two wickets at an economy of 7.5 but stoinis bowled the rest of his overs and one of rabada's this could have easily lost them games because stoinis is nowhere as near uh, of a good bowler as rabada or avesh and definitely not when they haven't done anything wrong in the game. Point, Ponting and Punt should look to rework some of their planning. The surprising news from the camp is that even in, even though Henry Nortia is fit, he is not being included in the side. He took 22 wickets last year in 16 games and formed a lethal pair with Rabada at the death. Rabada and him were the reason Delhi was the best death bowling unit last season and the Capitals have foregone that competition this time to include Smith in their side. With someone like Rahane having a similar batting style to Smith, they should look to add Rahane in the side and play Nortia as a second foreign pacer. Moving on to the team placed third on the table after being demolished by CSK. RCB started and finished his Mumbai leg by playing Rajasthan and CSK last week. Two completely opposite performances, Padikal batted beautifully against RR and started the innings beautifully against CSK as well, but just couldn't continue. Their performance against CSK opened a lot of world questions, but in reality, one over cost them the game. The 20th over by Harshal Patel was horrific and Jadeja took full advantage of it by getting CSK to a score 25 above what they, above what they should have got. Cashes win matches and Christian dropping Jadeja off Washi's over also lost in the game. Their batting isn't much to blame as 190 on that pitch was impossible to chase. Well, the bad news for RCB, well, the continuing bad news for RCB is that Kane Richardson and Adam Zampa have dropped out of IPL 2021, which depletes their bowling resources drastically. They have, however, gotten Kiwi Pacer's Scott Kugeline as a replacement to Kane Richardson. RCB now move on to Hyderabad take on the Capitals, Kings and Knight Riders. If they win those games, then, well, they've already qualified. Next in come the Rajasthan Royals, who have suffered huge blows, but still find themselves in better positions than some of the other teams. After Stokes, Archer and Livingstone, they have lost the services of Andrew Tai as well. They have played 3 games in the past week against CSK, RCB and KKR, but have won only against KKR. Their bowling and batting weaknesses were exposed by CSK and RCB, who obliterated them into oblivion. They made a good comeback against KKR, but not too much of a comprehensive victory. They have a long, long break between the game against KK and the game against Mumbai. Sangakkara, Samson, and crew need to work out their strategies and plans during this period of time. RR need to pull it together. Their bowling lineup looks bleak with no good spinners and Morris carrying the pace attack. After Samson, their batting lineup looks weak and too inconsistent. They managed to beat sides with a depleted batting lineup, but should look for the re- should lo- should look for replacements for the players that they have lost. Perhaps someone like a Alex Hills can come in or Amarnas Labushin. Anyone will do because their batting is looking really weak. The Punjab Kings look very shabby this year. Granted, they defeated the defending champions quite comprehensively, but they just look shabby. Their batting lineup is really good and doesn't seem to have gaping holes. Their batsmen just haven't performed to the level expected of them. But that can turn around any time. A gale storm is never far away. The only batsman who's had a horrendous season this year is Puran, who has just failed to score runs. Malan is an apt replacement that they should consider if Puran continues to fail. Their bowling, on the other hand, seems just beyond repair. No one in their side seems to be able to win their game for them while bowling. Their 4th highest wicket taper- taker is Deepak Khudda, which is really disturbing. Deepak Khudda shouldn't even be bowling. Why is he a 4th highest wicket taker? Bishnai's inclusion is a great one, but the rest of the lineup needs to step up and show their skills. Punjab is using Henriquez as their 5th bowler. Most sides wouldn't even consider him as their ninth bowler. Punjab backed the BBL stars Meredith and Richardson to perform for them, both of whom haven't done anything for them. Punjab, according to me, will be knocked out in the next few games unless they make really harsh decisions and get some good, good, fabulous bowling performances in. The team next in, the Sunrises Hyderabad, got a win under their belt finally after defeating the Punjab Kings, but have faltered again to the Delhi Capitals. Williamson just can't seem to win a Super Over, can he? Ah, oh, 2019 World Cup trauma. The one thing I find appalling about that game was the fact that SRH didn't send out Barrister, who made 38 of 18. I know, I know that they over-analyzed the situation and sent a left-handed to counter Aksar Patel, which we all know that didn't work. In fact, it could have worked if SRH weren't called on the short run, which eventually cost them the game. Well, cricket is a game of inches. SRH are also very close to be knocked out with only one win under their belt and an uphill task to, to play the table toppers next up. Williamson is back into their side and will be crucial to their chances. But I don't understand the concept of dropping Manish Pandey, who is in fact batted really well, batted better than Warner. If they, are, if they are to have a chance of winning, they should bat with Warner Bass to Pandey Williams and Jadav Shankar and bowl with Rashid Bhui, Sandeep Suchit Khalil. They are bruised badly, but not yet knocked out. Finally, on to KKR, who have also had a horrific start to the season by losing to RR and CSK this week. They couldn't beat a team that has lost two of its best players. They lost five wickets in the power play against CSK. Granted that they did make a comeback against CSK, but it was still a humiliating loss for them. So, what's going wrong with KKR? Firstly, their batting unit isn't scoring any runs. Their top order has gone boom. They started the IPL well, but are now failing to score any runs. Morgan is also insanely out of form and DK is proving to be inconsistent. Rush- Russell and Cummins are so- showing some form, but they can't be relied on to win every single game. Their bowling is pretty decent with Mavi, Chakravarti, Krishna and Cummins performing. Russell has been too expensive in the death overs and KKR are relieving him of his death bowling duties, which allows other bowlers to complete their quota of 4 overs each. KKR needs some batting consistency to make the comeback they need in the league. Now, moving on to the top performances this week. In first place, well, there can't be any other performance than this. Ravindra Jadeja's performance against RCB. I can't pinpoint one of his performances against RCB, since he performed so well in every single department in the game. Hitting 37 in the last over, taking CSK 20 runs above par, getting 3 wickets and a run out. Jadija was a one man show who took down RCB hard and fast. In second place comes Devlath Padikkal's 101 not out against Rajasthan Royals. Padikal had an amazing w- which had Hazari trophy, scoring 400s on the trot, but got covid and wasn't impressive for rcb in a couple of games and what a way to announce himself in the tournament but with 100 filled with class and magnificent shots to take his team over the line many more to come in third place comes amit mishra's 4 for 24 against the mumbai indians everyone knows that mumbai have one of the strongest batting units in the ipl inclusive of some of the biggest hitters the game has produced An IPL veteran, Amit Mishra, low on confidence after a poor first game comes in to bowl and even gets stomped around, but manages to make a comeback taking out Rohit Sharma, Ishan Kishan, Hardik Pandya and Kyle Pollard, all of whom are murderers of spin bowling. Mishra turned the match on its head and won the game for Delhi. Now moving on to next week, the teams move on to Ahmedabad and Delhi for the second leg of the tournament. This might be the week the table turns because a new stadium means new pitches and new weather conditions. The new pitches might just suit teams residing at the bottom of the table. So, that's it for this episode. Keep watching the IPL and see you next week.